Our world continues to change and push us in ways we have not been challenged before. On this show, we talk about these challenges, how to be aware of them, face them, and overcome them in your life. This is David Waldus, creator of the Align Living System. And I'm Nick Musica, Align Living Coach. Welcome to the Align Living System Podcast. Welcome to the Align Living System Podcast number seven. Uh, this is David here. I'm here with Janine O'Connor, who, if you listened at all to the Align Living Foundation podcast, you would have heard her come on a couple times. She's a friend, uh, has been a client now for, gosh, over a year, right? It's, it's been that long? Yes. Uh, and just a uh, really insightful, uh, kind, amazing person. And we're going to have her come back in today and play the hot seat game, which basically means that she's going to ask me questions that I don't know uh, the question yet <laughs> and, and see what shows up. And I, I think it creates such a fun, spontaneous, really cool energy. And so, Janine, thanks for coming back on again. I know I've asked you uh, a few times and the timing is right now for you to be here. And so I'm psyched to, to have you back and bring in your energy and uh, yeah, just all, all that you bring. So welcome. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here with you, David. And I always appreciate your insight and wisdom and ideas. So let's get started. <laughs> awesome. It's like I'm on a game show. <laughs> and the first question <laughs> is, yeah. All let's, right. Let's yeah. start with, uh, we, we were talking offline just a minute ago about the notion of shutting down possibilities and- sure. And usually, um, you know this, you've shared analogies of being guided. Mm -hmm. And so when you follow the notion or a small instinct or nudge to go in a certain direction or yeah. to talk to a certain person, yeah. usually that leads to openings or windows of possibility. And right. if you choose not to do that or elect to not listen to that voice or that inner wisdom, uh, you can shut down possibilities. Would you agree? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. And it's it's interesting. I, I think that you know sometimes people get kind of nervous about missing something in their life, and so I, I think there's there's two ways we can look at this, and and it really has to do with the importance of the experience. And I think when we're tapped in, we're often getting these little nudges to be certain places, like you were just sharing about how you you know beforehand that you got this nudge to go for a walk at this other park that you normally would from your house that's 10 minutes away. And when you pulled up, there was a woman's wallet that you picked up and recovered for that she had dropped. And, and so probably, you know, maybe there's some sort of connection there. We don't know, right. It just happened, but it could be as simple as, you know, like this intervention for her and maybe she needed to feel more kindness in her life. Maybe there's something going on for her internally where she felt like, you know, this real negative experience about people and maybe you finding her wallet and returning to her restored a lot of faith and helped her show up in another way that has this ripple effect. We don't we don't know, right? And and so, you know, if that's what that was and you didn't listen, you just didn't get to participate in that. You didn't get to kind of feel the the joy of returning the wallet and the, you know, how good it feels to help people out. If this were something that maybe this woman is somebody who's going to be a huge impact in your life and there's some opportunity, I don't think the universe gives us one shot at those. I think that, you know, if we miss that, then it's like we, you know, we walk around the corner and there's some other synchronicity that happens. And so I think that there's these minor synchronicities that, you know, we can miss out on. 
or that we can stay tapped in and tuned into. And our life just becomes so much more interesting and fun, like breadcrumbs all fitting, you know, leading us into these things that are fun and, and, and make our life that much more alive and help us stay that much more tapped in. And they show up as proof to us of the synchronicities that there's more going on here. And then there's those things that are the life changing that, you know, if we go left when we were guided to go right, you know, we're going to end up usually ending back up in that again. So I think that piece of getting nervous about missing big experiences, I, I, I think that we end up having these, these, we, we get drawn back into them. But. Yeah. So do you think that we're, we're always being redirected if we go left instead of right, that the universe is going to guide us like a compass back to the straight lane, the straight and narrow path? Yeah, I think it depends on how far we need to go too, because all of it, you know, when, when I, and I've talked about this on here before about our, how our intuition works is that it's often guiding us into what our next growth point is, what it is that we need to learn or understand uh, where the next opportunity is. And so often we need to grow and shift in some way. There's something we need to uh, create a new understanding around or around ourselves or some growth point. And quite often when we end up on these gentle kind of adventures, sometimes we're even guided to them. We go, gosh, maybe I misunderstood that because this sure worked out sideways, but we don't see the big picture of, of how that prepared us for the next thing that we're really being guided into. And so, uh, yeah, I mean, not a simple answer, right? The The idea is that, that I, I, I do feel like we're always being taken care of in that way. And our own resistance may just be the lesson that we need to learn about our resistance. And so I think we get opportunities like, are you going to take this on today and take this opening? Or are you going to go, you know, choose your adventure this way, which is going to be about being confronted with your own resistance to whatever it is that you want to experience. Or it creates a different growth point that then prepares you for going back into that opportunity again. And, and I, I don't think it's very common in people's lives where they have this big opening that they're here to be living into. And they get one shot and they missed it. You know, the, you know, that was your soulmate you walked by that smiled at you and you were in a grumpy mood. So guess you're spending your life alone. <laughs> you know, it's like, I don't think it works that way. Thankfully, thank goodness. Don't be grumpy. You might spend your <laughs> life alone. You know, that's it. One shot. Sorry, kid. <laughs> there does seem to be a lot of grace and angelic guidance that um, gives us second and third and sometimes fourth chances, whatever we need. Yeah, absolutely. And, and, you know, and I always feel like my guides know what I'm going to choose, right? Yes. They don't go, oh, shit, dude. Why? Like, we, this is the fifth time we've given you this opportunity. <laughs> Are you kidding me? They just go, watch this. This is where he doesn't take this opportunity. And then I'm like, do, 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 walking the other way. And they're like, well, I think that this time when he has the consequences, he's going to get it. And, and so like, they don't, like when we feel like we failed a test or we missed it, like, these are, you know, the, the guidance is coming from a place that already knows it knows what we're going to choose. They're not, you know, up there taking bets on, you know, <laughs> is Janine going to go to this park or is she going to go to the wallet? What do you is. think? I say the odds are three to one in favor of the wallet, you know, <laughs> Yes. <laughs> no gambling fools going on. <laughs> David, are there different life lessons that each person is supposed to get or live mm. or learn in a lifetime? Yeah, I I do believe that. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think part of the evidence too, is watching how different each of us, the experiences that each of us get, 
And, you know, when you talk about that from the perspective of what we've already been through and what we're manifesting and what we're working through. And I do feel like there's, there's, there's very clear touch points. And I, I know that I've had quite a few experiences where I'm walking into something and it gets very surreal feeling. And all of a sudden I'll feel like, oh, that's right. That's when this happens. Almost like I'm remembering it, but it, it's just about yes. to happen. And, yes. and so like, I feel like there's these like really, a deja vu glimpse almost. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very similar to that. Right. And, and, and these moments where we're just like, oh, okay. You know, um, this is what's, what's going to happen now. And I, I think there's a lot of smaller ones and there's, there's a, I think there's a, a, a million ways or a billion ways or infinity ways that our story can be written yet. There's going to be certain convergence points that may be adjustable timeline wise, depending on, on, you know, how much we're taking stuff on and how quickly we're, you know, we're, we're engaging in our guidance. Um, but I feel like there's certain convergence points that, that just happen in our lives. And then there we do, I think we do have cho cho choice points and they're not fleeting choice points. Like I said, it's not going to be somebody walking by you that you were grumpy. So you didn't say hi to them. It's going to be like, you're confronted with this. You've had lots of time and now you're making a fork in the road choice for yourself of, am I going to step into my greatness or am I going to hide? And I, and I think that we can live a life of hiding. Obviously, I think everybody on this planet is here to have some level of greatness. And, and unfortunately, it's a rather rare event for people to fully accept that. And so I think that there's always these potentials for us. And when we look at life that way of like, you know, where is it that my greatness wants to show up and we open up to that, that's where the deepest fulfillment is. Yet we see all of these people living on this planet that are not in deep fulfillment, that are in struggle, that are in, you know, staying there. And, and so we do, I think we get, you know, offered these lifelines over and over again that we can take. And some people spend their whole life just turning them down. That reminds me of one of my favorite quotes by my mentor, Tony Robbins, that says, decisions shape your life or your destiny. Mm -hmm. And so there are times where you have that fork in the road that you, it's a stronger knowing, I would say, mm -hmm. and you have a decision to make. And yeah, so yeah. why don't you touch on tough decisions and how you make those in your own life? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's, it's funny for me. It's reached a point where I don't feel like I make a lot of decisions anymore. And what I mean by that is that when we're really deep in our alignment, we're, we're we're vibrating at the frequency of our self, and that becomes our where we choose from. And so when we look at experiences, it either feels resonant or non-resonant, and it cleans up a lot of it. We're not in our thinking like, well, let me weigh this out this way or weigh this out this way. It, it becomes much more yes, no. And, you know, that obviously it's changed for me throughout my life. You know, I used to be a lot more you know, impulsive. And then I became a lot more like, well, that created its own problems. <laughs> and so then I became a lot more, you know, really, I'm going to think it through. I'm going to be really responsible in my thinking. And that created its own problems. <laughs> right. And so at a certain point, like, as I've gotten deeper and deeper in resonance with myself, it's just, it, it's more yes or no. It's like, oh, this is the right thing. Next right action. Um, or, or it's not in resonance with me. And, you know, in that, it's not just like, oh, cool, well, I have this, you know, easy decision point through life. There's a ton of responsibility in what that requires in order to be there of like, okay, a lot of my choices are, you know, really dictated by how do I hold myself in my own clarity and my own alignment? 
because there's a lot of things that I may feel like, oh, that would be fun. But then realizing like, oh, that would come with quite an energetic hangover. You know, that would come with really pulling me sideways. And so a lot of my choices are about really what feels good in order to keep this alive feeling, this alignment with self where everything just feels very activated and, you know, it just makes life really feel pretty fantastic a lot of the time. And when we're operating from that place, um, you know, there's just a very clear, like, obviously the priority is maintaining that. And then there's resonance, non-resonance. And so, you know, I, I think that's one way, you know, to look at that decision-making as far as, you know, it's a higher level to make high level place, looking at it through the lens of a higher perspective. Um, and, you know, then there's that, that piece of when we're making these tough decisions, you know, maybe that's not available to us right now. Maybe if you're listening, you're like, well, that's great. Like I'm, you know, I, I have tough decisions to make and, and, you know, I, I don't know that I can access this. I haven't done this work. Um, you know, I, 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 I think that so often, and this is probably one of the saddest things to me is when people make decisions and I, and I've done it myself for, you know, many times when we go, gosh, like that would be amazing. And then there's this kind of dread of what it would require of us. Like, you know, like an opportunity, like, oh, you could, you know, be on this show and, you know, like, or on this podcast and share about yourself and your experiences and then going, oh God, I would have to show up. I'd have to like, people would listen to me. They'd hear me. Like I would have to deal with that. I'd have to feel that I'd have to, you know, like what if other people listen to it that don't understand my perspective, this conversation gets a little weird, like all those things where we're, where we don't step into the things we want to do because we're worried about what's on the other side of it. And, you know, there's some things we should be worried about if, if we're stepping to things that we want that aren't in resonance with us. But so often people shy away from opportunities for their greatness because they're afraid of what it's going to require of them, um, even as simple as how they're going to have to explain themselves to others or deal with other people judging them. Yeah. Does that answer your question or feel free to yes. follow up with that? Yeah. Is it a, almost a a betrayal to yourself when you don't. Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it, right? You know, and 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 and, and yeah, this is funny. This is the way it was just popping in for me. Is we we're talking. I was just showing this map, right, of our life path, and it going through all of these different opportunities, and then showing somebody that just kept turning down the opportunities, and so they only made it this far on their life path. You know, there's like there's a whole third further they could have gone of expression of self, of bringing their gifts, of transformation for themselves and others, of having an impact on this planet, but they ran out of time because they were so busy saying no to what was being, what they were being invited to because they were afraid of what it would be required of them in order to do it. And they weren't trusting themselves to move forward. And that's kind of a sad thing to look at, like this map that, you know, the deadline stops is like this dot a third of the way or two thirds of the way through the map. And the whole third of it, which is the best part at the end, that doesn't get to be experienced because people kept going, uh, not today. I'm not ready. I'm not ready. So say yes more often. That's, that's a that's a very succinct way to say the same thing that I just said. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> but you have to use your discernment because, again, yeah, yeah. Um, if you overextend yourself or say yes to yeah. things that aren't in resonance, then that can lead you astray yeah equally, and that's, right 
Yeah, the the last podcast we actually talked about, um, Nick and I did, was talking about the healing crises, right? When people push themselves so hard to grow and and ask to be mm-hmm. growing faster than there, that actually slows their process down because now they have all this recovery and you know they're in some sort of a healing crisis. That, fight or flight, yes. Yeah, they're knocked sideways by it, and you know I, I was talked about how sometimes when plant medicine is misused that way because they don't give themselves an integration time and they just keep going back in, going back in. And then things get really messy for them and they, they, their body's not at the frequency to handle all the stuff they're getting access to. And they, they, they didn't pace themselves. They just kept wanting more. That um, makes sense. That's like counterproductive. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing yeah, the opposite yeah. of what you're intending uh, to absolutely, do. Absolutely. Yeah. So I want to move to talk about deal breakers or Mm non-negotiables. And this ties in for me with the self-betrayal aspect of do we each have our own rule book that we're playing by or following in life that have those deal breakers in it? Then you have to pick like this is Mm -hmm. for me or this isn't for me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I I think they can be thematic for our lives. Um, And, you know, there's certain kind of things that we can look at that are common traps with those deal breakers. Cause what most people do, and you know, we may even call this compromise. They go, gosh, this has all these good things. And there's a few things, you know, I'll, I'll just learn to deal with them. Right. And so maybe it's a job and they're just like, like, you know, I love it. You know, like I'm getting like there's high pay, you know, like I, I'm in charge of all this, you know, but I don't know about that one boss that I have that seems like they just hammer me all the time, you know, and then like, I feel like I'm asking a lot of my, like I have to pass it down on the, down the line. And now I'm really pressuring the people that work for me and some of the stuff I don't really believe in. And so really what we're talking about, the moment we make a compromise for that, we're talking about the longevity of the experience, the sustainability of it. And and so it's really interesting when we look at, at these decision making through this lens of of are we not honoring deal breakers? Are we not willing to really acknowledge that? Usually, what happens is it's or always what happens is that at some point it creates a level of dissatisfaction or suffering or struggle or you know illness, whatever it is, where we realize we've embedded ourselves in a situation that we can't stay in, and you know. In hindsight, we look at it and we go, well, I knew that walking into it, but that pay sure seemed appealing, that the the position sure seemed appealing, but I wasn't willing to say no to the things I wanted because it came with the things that are a deal breaker, meaning that it's something that's that is going to affect me in such a way that that when I look at it holistically, like I can hold the and this is one of the things that happens a lot as we really get into our alignment, is we we don't get caught up in the you know, the, the benefits, we start to feel the whole experience and we walk in, we don't just go, Oh shit. Like that salary is going to look good in my bank account. It's going to look good in my life. You know, that I'm going to really enjoy being in this position of power. We go, Oh, and that boss and what's going to be required of me and the people that I'm going to be affecting like, Oh, now it is all one flavor. And when that flavor all mixes together, it doesn't taste good. And, and it, you know, the whole thing's tainted by the deal breakers. But if we're in a place of ego, we end up going, oh, I want that. And I'll worry later about those things that don't seem so compatible. But it always makes for a short, short-term short experience, usually with some big lesson, which is about deal breakers, usually and about honoring ourselves. Because when we're in really right relationship with ourselves, 
we're not willing to put ourselves in situations where there's going to be something required of us, or we're going to be asked to be small, or we're going to ask to be, you know, something that we're not, we're just not going to go there. And, and I think that it's, it's worth saying with this kind of a caveat to that is quite often when we aren't taking responsibility for ourselves, we can get in situations where we decide there's deal breakers because it's making us confront something in ourselves that maybe we don't want to deal with. And so, yes, there's true deal breakers. And then there's also something that we all as humans generally come across at some point in our life is the situation that we're in or the circumstances or the relationship or the job or whatever it is confronts us with ourselves in very powerful ways. And we got to go, oh, like, there's a part of me that just wants to get it the hell out of here because I don't like seeing myself in this light or I don't like having to work through this. This is bringing up an old trauma I don't want to deal with. And so quite often we replace growth moments with calling them deal breakers so that we don't have to deal with the growth moment. And and I, and I think that some people that just jump from job to job, jump from relationship to relationship, like that type of stuff, it's a really important question for us to ask ourselves. Do I just keep making decisions that sign me up for stuff that, you know, has one benefit, but there's another that another detriment that just isn't worth it? Or is there something I'm trying to avoid in myself? And that's not a deal breaker. That's avoidance. And the universe has just given me opportunities to reflect on myself. And so I think there's a little bit of a trap there that um, people can get caught in. Yeah, for sure. Can you be friends with people that have different? Well, first of all, does your do your deal breakers um, reflect your values in a sense? And can you be friends with people that have different values than you? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. And and yeah, absolutely. I think that it's often value oriented. And it's also really connected with responsibility, personal responsibility. And so when you have people that are trying to engage with each other that have different levels of personal responsibility, that usually ends up creating some sort of deal breaker. Because if somebody has low personal responsibility, it often comes with projection and blame. If somebody has high personal responsibility, it can be healthy, but it can also go the other way and turn into blaming themselves or accepting the blame, right? And so, you know, and again, ultimately, all this is about our own opportunities to learn. And when we see it that way and we grow, you know, the next level of us emerges and we start to choose differently. And so those deal breakers, those relationships that we got into or those situations or jobs, you know, it's not that we did it wrong or made a bad decision. It, it was something that it was teaching ourselves about something because within ourselves, because it was attractive for a reason and we were attracted to it in order to learn these experiences. And so I think so often we judge ourselves in hindsight, like, what was I thinking? Why would I have done... And, and we go, well, well, easy for me to say now, I've already learned the lesson that that was here to teach me. It was the perfect choice for me to go into that experience and learn this lesson. And and so can we be friends? You know, here's the other thing that that I, I've, I mean, just the truth as I see it is that pretty much every relationship has a level of depth where we start to kind of veer away from compatibility. And, and so it depends on how deep we are. Some people, you know, if you're just surface, like, you know, I joke around like years ago with people I'd go out to the bars with, you know, like my drinking buddies, you are just a drinking buddy. I would never have, a, you know, anything else to do with you, but you sure are a lot of fun to go hang out at the bar with. Right. And so if we could keep our relationship there, 
great compatibility. If we hung out afterwards and had a deep conversation about our, you know, how what we think about our, our lives and how we should live it, instant incompatibility. And, and so what is the depth at which we're engaging with people? And one of the things that people often do, particularly when they're on a personal development path, is they want to go deep with everybody. And it destroys relationships, you know, and so can we go, oh, you know what, like I have this friend at work, right? It's, we work together great. You know, maybe we should have a deep conversation so that we can discover all the ways that we're different and then be in contrast and contract in conflict with each other. Or do we just leave it alone and go, hey, you're fun to work with. How was your weekend? Mine was good too. Great. Thanks. You, have, you had some great ideas on that project. Thanks. You did too. Can we leave it at that? Um, and, and we often don't. And so that's another kind of part of being able to read the experience as opposed to you know, seeking depth of relationship with everybody. That's helpful for me. Yeah. 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 You just have to have some play friends, you know, some lighter yeah, level. Yeah. And, and then at a certain point, like, you know, I don't go out drinking, so I don't need my drinking buddies anymore. Right. <laughs> and, you know, during that time, my preference was to be around people. Right. And so now, you know, like I enjoy being by myself a lot more. And so things like whatever's going to entice me out of this experience of being in my own space with myself, it has to have a lot of value or I'm not going to say yes to it. Whereas before I would just be like, oh, a distraction. Great. That's, that looks like fun. I'll go do that. Even if I don't really have a lot in common with you or, or aren't really enjoying our connection, it's just better than sitting at home being bored or being anxious or whatever. And so I think the more that we develop our inner world, um, the more selective we become because our experience of being already feels really good and it's okay to be by yourself. And so invitations have to, to have a lot more to offer um, because things are already good. I hope you're enjoying the conversation that Janine and I are in. When we sat down to record, we meant to just simply record one podcast. And by the time we were done, it ended up being a, almost an hour long. So this was part one that you just listened to. Tune in next week for part two. Thanks so much for listening and hope you enjoyed it. We hope you enjoyed listening to today's podcast. And if you did, please subscribe so you can catch the next episode. If you want to learn more about the Aligned Living System and how it could support you in your life, check out davidwaldus.com. Mm-hmm.